Morning, church. And also to do at a hub. Well, um, this is my last sermon. And well, it gives me great honor to bring to you on my birthday itself, okay? Uh, <laughs> okay, today is this, this no mystery, okay? We, we'll be talking about serve so, and serving and so on. But we'll be looking through the lenses of Samuel. Uh, but I just want to share with you first, there is a mistake in the bulletin, okay? It's not from 2 Samuel, but from 1 Samuel. So apologies for those who have gone through before that, just to link up what I'm going to preach on in your preparation. So sorry, okay? It's on 1 Samuel. Um, before we begin, shall we pray? Lord, we want to thank you that you first served us. You came here to serve us, to show us how to serve one another. So we thank you, dear Lord, that uh, you encourage us by your example. So let us serve you with our whole heart. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, today's scripture reading is taken from the second chapter in the first book of Samuel, beginning from verse 18 to 21. And it reads, But Samuel, though he was only a boy, served the Lord. He wore a linen garment like that of a priest. Each year, his mother made a small coat for him and brought it to him when she came with her husband for the sacrifice. Before they returned home, Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, May the Lord give you other children to take the place of this one she gave to the Lord. Or, and the Lord blessed Hannah, and she conceived and gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. You know, serving, my first point, serving is the difference between Samson and Samuel. I shared this first part at the LCC meeting. I'm going to share a lot more today. So from the chart, you can see that uh, both Samson and Samuel, next slide, okay, you will see that uh, both Samson and Samuel shared many similarities. And the first of them is because both their mothers were unable to conceive, which meant that both were miracle births. And both were not allowed to cut their hair. And finally, both of them were dedicated to God. Though they share many similarities, both grew up very differently, okay? Samson became a judge. You know, as you all know, he did whatever he wanted. He married whoever he wanted. He ate whatever he wanted. You know, he conducted himself really badly. Samuel, however, became a priest, a prophet, and a judge. And he did whatever God wanted him to do. So what really happened? What did Samuel do that Samson did not do? I believe the great difference can be found in this verse, in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 11. And it says that, Then Elkanah returned home to Ramah without Samuel. And the boy served the Lord, assisting Eli the priest. This is the difference, the word serve. Samuel's parents helped um, Samuel by presenting him to Eli okay, and placing him under his care so that Samuel can serve by assisting Eli the priest, you know, like an intern in a way. Okay? So serving God under Eli was a huge difference between Samson and Samuel. While we all know that Samson served only himself. But Samuel, Samuel served others. Wow. Small difference, right? No, it's huge, a huge difference. Samuel went on to serve God as a prophet 
while Samson went on to serve himself as a pugilist. Samuel used what God had given him to serve God. Well, Samson used his great strength, you know, and Samson has got many other gifts, huh, to serve himself, you know, by, like giving riddles and so on. Serving God helped little boy Samuel to be God-fearing. While Samson was fearless throughout his entire lifetime, and in fact, he only sought after God uh, nearer to the end of his life. Serving is of such great importance. You know, serving is important for the nurturing of our children. It is important for the nurturing of our church. It is important for the nurturing of our community. Serving can make a difference in the growth of our children. Samuel had Eli to show him how to serve God. We are perhaps also teaching our children right now how to serve God. I believe your children will be very, very proud of you, you know, when they, when they see you serving God. You know, my, my daughters often told me, Daddy, I want to do what you do next time. You know, it's, it's very encouraging. You know, I'm very proud inside. Wow, my daughters want to do what I'm doing. So I believe when you serve God, your children are looking at you too. And they too want to serve God in the way that you're done, in the magnitude that you're doing. So if you want our children to serve God, we as parents must first be serving. If we want our children to be nurtured well, we must teach our children to serve God. So how we serve God will have a, will have a lasting impression that influences our children and it will affect them later when they serve God themselves. Which leads to my second point is that serving will help us grow in the presence of God. We read that earlier that Samuel grew in the presence of God. You know, as Samuel served, he grew more and more in the presence of God. And this is evident in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1. And it says that, Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Now, in those days, you know, messages huh, and even visions are very rare and uncommon. But God chose to reveal it to Samuel. And God called out to Samuel that, that night three times. It was so rare that Eli himself did not realize it was God calling Samuel when Samuel went to Eli thinking that it was Eli that was calling him. God spoke with Samuel directly in his sleep. Wow. Now, this is really exciting, no? God spoke to Samuel directly in his sleep. So what was God's first words with Samuel? What was his great plans for Samuel? No, was, it, was, was God going to tell Samuel that you are going to defeat the Philistines? Or was God going to tell Samuel, you will be the leader appointed to lead Israel? Or you will be a judge, a prophet, and even you know, a, a priest? But before I reveal to you the answer, I know that you could have flipped the Bible and, find, and found yourself, but before I reveal to you the answer, let me share with you God's first words with me. God's first sentence with me was that He asked me, where are you now? You know, it's rather similar to God asking Adam and Eve, you know, hiding in shame, where are you now, okay? So his second sentence to me was, go and look for your father. Now, I believe that the sentence had dual meaning. Firstly, at that time, you know, um, I had to look for my earthly dad because I was going to die. And, but however, looking back in retrospect, I believe that Jesus actually wanted me to look for my heavenly father. 
for our Heavenly Father. The third sentence that God told me was, feed my sheep and serve me. And that's the reason why I'm here today, serving um, you and serving the church and the Lord as a pastor. But there is one sentence that I've not shared in this testimony that I shared before. Was that after that, God said to me, turn away from sin and come to me or turn to me. Turn away from sin and turn to God. Hmm. So what did God speak to Samuel? It wasn't a good news. In fact, it was a really bad news. It was about how God was going to demonstrate his punishment on Eli and his family for their sins. Wow, what a way to start a ministry. Eh? Then the Lord said to Samuel, I'm about to do a shocking thing in Israel. I'm going to carry out all my threats against Eli and his family from beginning to end. I warn him that judgment is coming upon his family forever because his sons are blaspheming God and he hasn't disciplined them. So I vow that the sins of Eli and his sons will never be forgiven by sacrifices or offerings. Like John the Baptist, Samuel's first words from God to Eli was about sin. You know, God had previously warned Eli about, about the sins of his sons but yet, he was unable to convict his sons to repent. A warning was served, but Eli's son did not sever from their sins. Because Samuel was obedient to relay God's message, even though it was a bad news, he did it obediently. Samuel continued to grow in the Lord. Now, in case uh, you have this romantic notion that Samuel had a very easy life, now, it's not to be, it's not to be so. Okay? Let me explain to you. Samuel was, was serving under a very difficult situation. He was serving under Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. And both Eli's sons were recorded as scoundrels. Wow. It's a very strong word, okay? Scoundrels. God calling Eli's son scoundrels. Okay. It's mentioned in chapter 2 that they have been seducing the young women who were serving and helping at the temple gates. And they were also greedy men who took the burnt offerings uh, for themselves, even though the parts were meant for God. Wow, these two, they had no regards for both God and men. How to serve under such priests? But Samuel served God obediently and faithfully under terrible conditions. And it was not easy. And in his, and in, in his obedience, Samuel grew in the Lord. You know, as Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and everything Samuel said proved to be reliable. And all Israel from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south knew that Samuel was confirmed ah, as a prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh and gave messages to Samuel there at the tabernacle. Serving will help us grow in the presence of the Lord. And our words will become more reliable. Samuel also grew taller and in favour with the Lord and his people. My last point, serving and growing in favour with God. You know, serving and growing in favour with God is important. Samuel grew in favour with the Lord. But how did Samuel grow in favour with God? With God? How, how did it happen? You see, when we use our gifts, the gifts that God has given us. We will grow in our gifts. And in fact, it was recorded that Samuel grew taller physically. 
I believe this was not to imply uh, okay, that Samuel was growing well. Uh, this was simply to imply that Samuel was growing well physically too and that he, that was also part of God's favour for Samuel. We should not, however, think that by serving God we will grow taller. Eh? <laughs> or that our heights have anything to do with our spirituality, although, you know, that, although no, I'm taller than Pastor Anthony. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's definitely a better man than me, okay? <laughs> Samuel did grow in his gifts and abilities. And I believe that this was God's favour on Samuel. So how did God show favour to Samuel? Firstly, if you look upon uh, 1 Samuel 2.18, which we read earlier, that Samuel was mentioned that he wore a linen garment like that of a priest. Samuel's first service and gift were to serve him as a priest. Samuel performed his service obediently and faithfully without any compromise, even though he was under pressure and you know, there's bad, bad influence from Eli's son. But he served faithfully. Samuel was later blessed with another, another gift. In 1 Samuel 3.20, Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. He was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. First a priest then a prophet. And as Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him, and everything Samuel said proved to be reliable. As Samuel continued to grow with Lord, with God, Samuel was blessed with yet another gift, that is the office of a prophet. So Samuel not only served as a priest, he also served as a prophet who would be able to pronounce God's instructions and word accurately. So other than just giving sacrifices, now he's able to direct the nation Israel, toward God. He was now able to make that clear direction to lead the people. Finally, Samuel became Israel's judge at Mishpah. 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 6. After Samuel was able to convict Israel to return to the Lord with all their hearts. You know, it wasn't easy to do this, but Israel... He, um, Samuel managed to convince Israel to do this, okay, to get rid of all their idols. And they fasted. They actually fasted. And they confessed their sins. Wow! Samuel managed to turn an entire nation around. Samuel grew to become a judge to convict the people of Israel to turn to God. So the more Samuel used his gifts, and abilities for God. God multiplied his abilities and gifts to take on more roles so that Samuel can serve God better. You know, as Samuel was faithful in using his abilities for God, God was faithful in multiplying it. That was God's favour for Samuel. I would like to encourage you to serve the Lord and allow him to multiply the gifts in you. But first, we will need to serve the Lord. To serve God is a privilege, as Pastor Lee mentioned uh, a few weeks ago. Samuel grew in favour with God. As Samuel grew in favour, he grew in his abilities. And as he grew in his abilities, his office of service grew too. Well, let us serve to please God, and perhaps God will multiply our abilities and gifts so that we can serve Him better. 
However, let us focus on drawing closer to God and not on abilities. I'm going to share with you um, a testimony shared by a fellow brother. You know, uh, he mentioned this, that when his child or his children were young, uh, he would just serve a little. He just tried to serve a little first. And eventually, when God multiplied his abilities, he was able to serve more and more. And he, find, he, he found a lot of joy serving. So just start by serving a little first. A little. Just give that little bit. We're not asking you to give you know, 24-7. But just serve a little bit first. Just try to serve a little bit. To allow God to expand the abilities in you. To allow for you to experience God's you know, a miraculous ability in giving you that, that, that ability that, that, that He wants to give you. Serving is important for the nurturing of our children. In conclusion, it is important in the nurturing of our church and community. You know, serving will help us grow in the presence of God. Serving is part of growing in favor with God. You know, some may consider that, wow, you know, today is your birthday, so you want to relax a bit. Huh? Today is my birthday. Uh, let me tell you this, I, I find it an honor to be here. I find it a joy to be here to preach to, to, preach to you as well as for God. It is, a, it is a privilege to be here. See, service is like this. Sometimes we may feel that, ah, you know, it's, it, it's too much trouble. But when we actually do it, it is great joy. It is wonderful joy. Let me tell you this. I enjoy doing more for God. I enjoy serving God. And it is wonderful to be here sharing with you on my birthday, the day that I was created. Because we are created to serve God and His people. Serving God and serving His people will have another part that keeps us humble and in tune with God and His people. Serving is a communal affair. You know, serving will help our family grow toward God. And serving helps us to grow in favor with God. Well, um, as I mentioned earlier, this is my final sermon in Amokyo Methodist Church. I would like to thank you for providing me this privilege of serving together with you. You know, the past seven and a half years have been wonderful. I, I totally enjoyed it. And I, I, I love this church. This has been my home. Um, yes, you know, Pastor Anthony mentioned that I'm, it's, a bitter, it's a bittersweet moment. Um, one part of me, yes, is looking forward to, to the next phase. But I do miss all of you. Okay, it, it is, it is, you have been kind to me. You have been patient with me. And in fact, you have loved and showered my, my, my family with your love and care. Um, I truly appreciate it. And I thank you for serving alongside with me. You know, as I serve, I dare to say this, as I, if I, as I serve in Amokyo Methodist Church, I have grown closer with God. And I want to thank you for giving me that chance to do so. It has made a difference in my life. You have changed the way I see, I've seen things. And I hope that God will also change the way you, know, you see service. Service is something that God wants us to do for one another. You know, serving is something that God wants us to bless one another. You know, it's truly a blessing to give and to serve. 
than to just simply receive. Thank you, and let me pray with you. I'll pray for you. Come. Lord, I want to thank you for Amokyo Methodist Church. And I really pray that Amokyo Methodist Church will become a church that serves, will become a church, dear Lord, that partners one another. We pray that it will be a church with all its members serving together and not just 20% serving the 80%. Lord, may we find joy in serving and may we find great love standing beside one another in a community doing it together. Lord, grant us the ability to simply serve because, Lord, you have given us much. So let us serve and start this service just a little bit, just to give it a try and allow you to expand it and expose us to the great joy of serving. Grant us the burden and the heart also to respond toward you and toward one another. And I pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.